I did keep telling you that this dump ain't going to be over until we close that CME gap at 39,600. The truth is, though, that now we have crossed that 39,600. The CME gap is now officially closed, but I don't think that this dump is over yet. I think there's still a little bit of a way to go, and I'm going to show you today exactly how far we are going down. I'm going to show you why I think there's still a little bit of a way to go down before we can actually uh, start climbing up again. So we're going to talk about how low I think we can go, and I'm going to show you an exact date of when I think we're going to get there. And then after that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go past the dump because we all know that this is just a dump in a bull market. And the truth is that what we should be doing is planning what we're going to be doing after the dump. In other words, what are we buying? That's what we're going to be doing today. And then maybe, maybe, maybe if Gareth can, he'll join us and tell us just how low he thinks Bitcoin can go. So let's do it, guys. Big show. Lots to talk about today. Let's go, go, go. I invited Gareth today because I like I like getting him on bearish days because he always tells us how low he thinks Bitcoin can go. I don't think he's very much a bull market man. I think he's more like a bear market or bear, a, a bear a bear trend man. And I think now we are actually going down. So let's see what he says later on today. Anyway, listen, we've got a big, big, big show today. I know everybody's completely, completely, completely fixated by what's happening on the markets now. And everybody's looking at the markets and looking at the red, 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 red. Truth is, I'm here to actually look beyond the red. Because what we do know is that this is just red in the middle of a bull market. And these pullbacks are actually healthy. And if you're starting to panic about this, in fact, I think the only people that have a right to panic about this are these people over here. These are the only people that are, uh, and it's the people that that uh, uh, were excited by the ETF or bought into the ETF. Those are the only people that haven't seen this before and can actually start panicking. For the rest of us, we know this is a healthy correction in a bull market. And in a bull market, what you've got to do is you've got to change your mindset. In a bull market, corrections are blessings. Just like in a bear market, pumps are blessings. In a bull market, corrections are blessing because they give you opportunities to buy the things that you were chasing that you missed. And now we get an opportunity to do that. So I know we're going to talk about why, about how low the market's going to go. And we're going to talk about the rest of the step. But actually, the most important part of the show is the part after that, where we say, all right, what are we doing? What are we trading? What are we buying? Is it safe to buy? That's what we're going to be doing today. So I don't know if that sounds good to you. Um, that sounds good to me, though, and that's why I'm here. So what I want you to do is, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, subscribe to the channel. You want to know why you should sub sub subscribe to the channel? Do you know why I need them to subscribe to the channel? You don't know. Do you know why? You don't know. Do you know why? You don't know. You know why you don't know? Because I haven't, I haven't even, I just thought about it now as I sat down, and I haven't told anyone this, right? But... The reason why you should subscribe to this channel is because yesterday I told you it was IDO season. And you know what I like about IDO season? I like getting allocations. I like getting very, 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 very early stage allocations and giving them to the community. And what better way to do it than bringing back the banter bags? Now, the first time we gave away the banter bags, we gave away like a million dollars. Now, how does the banter bags work? Jeez, no one even knows at the office that we're actually doing this, right? So how does the banter bags work? We get IDO allocations from projects, early, early, early stage IDO allocations. We put them into a joint account, the Banter Bags account. Then we set ourselves a target for the number of subscribers. And when we hit that number of subscribers, we just give away the Banter Bags. The first time we gave away like 
a million dollars. The second time, I think we gave away quite a big amount of money. The third time, all the banter bags went to shit. They went like zero because it was like the, the end of the bull market and Luna collapsed. So now, because we're in a bull market and, it, and it's IDO season and we spoke about it yesterday, we're going to bring back the banter bags. If you want the banter bags, what do you need to do? Subscribe to the channel because only subscribers can win the banter bags. So let me know in, in, the, in the chat if you remember the banter bags. Let me know if you're excited about the banter bags. Uh, let me know if you want to win the banter bags. Uh, let's go, go, go. And if not, all I need you to do is... What happened to my... Oh, there we go. Wait, let's start that music again. What I want you guys to do is I want you to smash the like button, obliterate the like button, because there's going to be so much alpha on this show that the more you like, the more alpha I like to give, and we want to bring you that alpha. So go, 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 go. Let's talk about where we are today. So I think that what the most important part is to look at where we are today. Another red day. Starting to get a little bit scary. I mean, just look at this month. We've given away most most the month's gains. In fact, like look at Rune, 41.4% down on the day. 377, maybe part of the buy zones. Sui is still up, a couple of others up, but generally it's not looking good. Also, we added in those two new features for you where you can see the top narratives and the top ecosystems. You just go to Banter Bubbles, you click hot narratives or hot ecosystems, and you can see uh, uh, the, the on the day. Now, what you can see that today, no matter what narrative you're a part of, uh, all of them are down. And also, if you look at all the ecosystems, all of them are down except Aptos. The reason why Aptos is not down is because Aptos is having like a little hackathon. And that hackathon is, is what's actually driving the Aptos ecosystem up. You know what I love about this feature the most? That when you click here, you can actually see exactly which tokens are up in those ecosystems. So I don't know. I mean, these are absolutely, absolutely uh, the, the best features that you can, that you can have if, you, if you're in there. And it's free to you guys on banterbubbles.com. Uh, I did say that if we wanted this dip to end, we had to close the CME gap. That's the CME gap. You can see now it's convincingly closed. We have closed another CME gap. CME gaps al always have this like, like knack of being closed. And I kept saying from the 3rd of December, I keep saying to you guys, when, when the CME gap opened, I said, shit, we will need to close the CME gap. And the higher we went, the more I kept screaming out of the top of my lungs, 39,600, 39,600. Now we've gone through 39,600. And... A lot of you are saying, okay, Ryan, we, we've hit the, 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 the 39,600. Uh, what happens next? Unfortunately, I don't think it's the end of the dump. And well, no, let me just maybe rephrase that. Fortunately, I don't think it's the end of the dump yet. Fortunately, I believe we're going to get lower prices on our favorite tokens. Fortunately, I didn't say unfortunately, it's not the end of the dump. I said fortunately. So let, let's do that again. So fortunately, I do not think we are at the end of the dump. Fortunately, I think we're going to get our favorite tokens a bit cheaper because I'm now in bull market mindset. And as I said to you in the beginning of the show, in the bull market, dumps are blessings. If you, for your health, if you can dump, it's a blessing. In bull markets, dumps are blessings because you can get your tokens cheaper. In the bear market, pumps are blessings. See, so now we're saying that the dumps are blessings. So I'm saying, fortunately, I don't think the dip is over yet. Fortunately, I think that this dip has closed out some of the leverage. Fortunately, I kept saying to you that I wanted this, this number at 7.7 billion in, in open interest of leverage. Fortunately, we are coming down to that number and we are shaking out everything. Fortunately, the RSIs are now, look at this, on the four hour, the RSIs are pretty much telling you there's going to be a bounce. Uh, okay, let's just, let's just bring every, everything back. So the RSIs are telling you that there's going to be a bounce on, on the four hours. Fortunately, on the daily, we're starting to move into buying territory. 
And fortunately on the weekly, you see, we're still high, but we're getting a bit lower. We need this to reset so that we can move on to the next part of the bull market. But I don't think, as I said, I don't think that, that this dump is over. Fortunately I, fortunately, I don't think the dump is over. Why don't I think the dump is over? It has to do less with the charts and more with the sentiment. I could like draw lines through on charts and show you, you know, the next level, 37,400, then 35,000. And by the way, by the way, I just want to say something here, by the way. If you take like any respectable correction, you say, okay, respectable correction in a bull market, 30%. That's respectable, okay? If you have a 20% correction, that's not a respectable correction. It's like, that's like a disrespectable correction. Can you say? You can say disrespectable. So it's like, it's like, so you look at this one over here and you say, okay, we've had 20%, which is a correction, but it's not respectable. It, this is not a respectable correction. If you want to be a respectable correction, you need to be 30%. That makes you 34,000. So let's say that worst case scenario, we get like a respectable correction. We go down to 34,000. It means that you've missed two thirds of the correction and there's one more third of the correction left. And we don't even know if it's going to go to 34,000. I'm just saying that would be respectable. You know, sometimes, you know, people don't want to be respectable. They want to be disrespectable. So this, so that's the story. Um, the reason, like I said to you, why I'm not going to draw lines on charts to tell you is just I'm looking at sentiment. And the truth is a respectable correction can't have a fear and greed index of 50. That's like, it's like, you know, like, it's like you haven't, man like what kind of correction are you? You haven't even managed to scare the traders. That's not a correction. That's like nothing. We want respectable corrections in a bull market so that we can fortunately buy the coins that we want to buy. We don't want like many corrections because many corrections don't give us buying opportunities. And this one is, is, it's not an honorable, it's not an honorable, it's not honorable this one because it's, it hasn't managed to make people scared yet. And we still have a fear and greed index of 50. Also, if you look at like the sentiment on Twitter, no one's scared. No one's scared. It's like, it's like what kind of corrections is this when people like Wendy O, okay, she says, oh my heavens, Bitcoin just dumped hard below 40,000. We could totally go lower and I'm just so scared. You see, like, what kind of correction are you? Like, no one's scared of you. This is like a, you're a terrible correction. Um, Ansem says, I've just sold everything and shorted Bitcoin with my entire net worth. My liquidation is at 52. My liquidation at 52 will never be reached. You see, people are, the people are disrespecting this correction. They're disrespecting it. And the truth is, I think they're right. This correction deserves to be disrespected. It's not a real correction. Um, you know when I'll respect the correction? We will respect the correction when this correction feels like the end of the bull market. That is when we're going to respect this correction. Until then, unfortunately, we cannot respect this correction. We can't. We will respect the correction when it does what this tweet says. It says it will retrace deep enough to convince you that the bull market is over. That is when we will respect the correction. And that is when we will say the correction is over. But for now, where people are making, are making uh, uh, jokes on, twi uh, on, on Twitter, I mean, hold on. Do you know anybody who's not yet saying, like not saying is scared and not yet buying the dip? We're all saying like, like we buy, buy the dip. Yo, bro, this thing's going up. Yo, bro, bull market. That's not a correction. That's a disrespectful correction. It's a correction that doesn't want to be respected. We can't respect a correction that doesn't want to be respected. We will respect this correction and we will start buying when we think the bull market is over. When something happens and we look at this thing and we say, 
This bull market is nearly over. This was a, a, a fake bounce. When we start people seriously posting about 12K again, then we will respect the correction. We will say, we will say to this correction, congratulations. Well done. You're respectable. We will shake hands with the correction and we'll start buying the shit out of this fucking correction. But until then, this is not a real correction. For as long as Wendy O, even Wendy O is not scared, we can't be buying. For as long as Wendy O is not scared, we cannot be buying. We must wait until Wendy O is scared. When crypto Wendy O becomes scared, we will respect the correction. We will open our wallets and we will buy the fucking dip. But until then, we can't buy this dip. We cannot buy this dip if Wendy O is not scared. We have to. We have to wait for Wendy O to be scared. Then we will bow down to the correction. We will respect the correction. And we will act accordingly by opening our wallets and buying the fucking dip. But only when Wendy O gets scared. Until then, we can't respect this correction. This correction... The only people that had managed to scare was the newbies that had bought the ETF at the top. The new guys, the, the, the BlackRock clients, people that look like this, like these are the BlackRock clients. They, you know, they play, they play uh, golf and, and bingo. That's the, the two games that they play. They're the only people that this correction has managed to scare. It's like, what kind of correction are you? The only people you managed to scare are like complete newbies. We can't respect you. Until you scare Wendy O, we will not scare you. I haven't even seen FUD. This is like the first correction where I haven't even seen FUD. Like I haven't seen anybody calling for, even Kapo is not calling for 12K. Even Kapo is still bullish. This is not a correction. Correction is when people start calling for, 10, for 12K. When people believe that Grayscale will never stop selling. That's the time where we respect this correction. That's what I think. I know you guys are going to cut this up. You're going to meme this. You're going to send this to Wendy O. Don't, please do me a favor. Don't tell Wendy O we spoke about it on the show. Because then she's going to start watching the show. Because it's quite interesting what happens on the show. And then she's going to get ideas. And then we're going to hear the same ideas. On, don't, shh, don't tell her. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. Anyway, let's talk more seriously about this correction. Um, you should have been expecting the correction. Because I did tell you about it on the 3rd of December. I told you about it probably every day since the 3rd of December. I also told you here, I said, just listen to what I said. By the way, there, there, there is the other view of Carl calling for an old season. And then there's the other camp, which is the camp that says, that was the pre-halving top. Now we're going to a bit of a dip and then we continue uh, the bull run. I think that we're getting some kind of pullback. I think we've had a pullback, but I don't think that the pullback has been enough. So we've had, we've had a 20, you know, we had a- This was in Bitcoin, was it 42,000? of, hold on. We had a pullback of right now. No, let's go down to the bottom, to be fair. We had a pullback of 15.39%. I don't think that that is enough. I don't think that that is enough for a few reasons. And I, I mean, one of the reasons is that I tweeted this over here. And I said, 39,600. Okay, so I'm not going to rub it in, but this is completely normal. I told you, I mean, I literally told you this was going to happen. In fact, um, this is exactly what happened when the gold ETF launched. There's nothing new about this. this is, we expected this. There was a CME gap. This is exactly what happened when the gold ETF launched. You can see when gold ETF launched, they had a bit of a little, a, a little correction. At that, a 21% drawdown on gold. You can imagine. Um, we have these corrections in every other bull market. Um, you can see 
that it, the, the average time to recovery, about 45 days, um, or, or sometimes even longer, this is absolutely, absolutely, absolutely normal. And actually, for us to go 182 days without a correction was abnormal, and I kept saying it to you. That's, that's, that, it, it, it's exactly what I said. It's part of the game. And as I said to you before, and I'm going to say it to you guys again, in a bull market, dips are blessings. In a bear market, pumps are blessings. This is a, this is a bull market, no doubt about it. This is par for the course. In fact, even in the last cycle, this dip is so predictable that even in the last cycle, the, NAS, the Bitcoin cooled off while the, the NASDAQ broke all-time highs. What happened yesterday? NASDAQ broke all-time highs. It's like we're living in a simulation. It's the same thing over and over and over again. Um, Rick Capital says, at this point in the cycle, approximately 84 days before the Bitcoin halving, Bitcoin retraced 16% in 2016, 63% in 2020, and then 18% thus far in 2024. Now, do I think that we're going to go down 63%? No, because this retracement was the COVID retracement, right? Now, we don't, unless one of you is planning a black swan, I'm not planning any black swans. Um, one of my researchers, if you're planning a black swan, unless you think there's going to be a black swan, probably 63% is a little bit like out of the ordinary. I'd say 20 to 30% is a respect. I'd say 30% is a respectable dip. Less than 30% is a disrespectable dip. Um, uh, and these corrections are so normal that we're also going to get a correction after the halving. So it says, if you're sick of this current downside on Bitcoin, wait until after the halving when we experience another minimum 20% downside, because that's what happens after every halving. You see it happen here. It's going to happen again right over here. And you can actually see the halving before that. After the halving, that's the, the, the blue line over here. We had a 20% correction. So these corrections are going to continue to happen. They are completely, completely, completely normal. When they do, people will start calling for the world to collapse and the world to go down. We will believe this correction, we will think that this is over when the sentiment really starts to change. Right now, nobody's scared. As I said, not even Wendy O. She's not scared. She's, she's still being sarcastic about the dip. Until she's scared, we can't respect this dip. As I said to you, for us in this market, you have to change your mindset. In a bull market, every dip is an opportunity. Every dip, you're going to look back and go, fuck, why didn't I buy that when it happened? Oh, because I was so scared. I remember... When in my first like couple of cycles with Bitcoin, China banned Bitcoin and Bitcoin went down like 55% in one day. And it went down from like 3,000 to 1,500. If you want to check the date, you go and check it out. It was on the 15th of September, 2017. How do I know that? Because this was all happening while my wife was giving birth to my son. And I was trading Bitcoin because there was a fucking dip. And I didn't manage to buy everything that I wanted to buy because my wife was inconveniently giving birth. But... I did manage to buy some. Now, you got to, you got, go, and check, go check it out. 15th of December, 2017. Go and tell me how big the dip was on that day when China, when China banned Bitcoin again. This is the mindset. This is the mindset that you have to adopt in the bull market. You have to say, you know, if you loved Sol in the hundreds, you're going if you like, to, if you loved Sol in the hundreds, you're going to really, really fucking love it at 70 and, and, and stuff like that. And that's the mindset when in the bull market when we actually get all of these dips. That's, that's the mindset. That's the mindset. So now the question is, what should you do now? What should you do now? When, is this the time to be selling? I'll tell you what you should do now, especially if you bought BetSwap um, tokens. You have to go and do your token swap. 
Because if you don't do your token swap, you're not going to get the new token. And what they're doing is they're buying and burning a million tokens a day and they're using 15% of their revenue to buy and burn tokens. So I need you to do two things. One, you need to go and swap your tokens. Two, go and buy yourself some bet swap tokens before the price bump, before it's too late. Don't forget, Rand told you. Anyway, that's my sponsor. You know, they are, they are one of our sponsors, but we also hold a big bag of BetSwap because we just think that they're an unbelievable protocol. But that's not really what I want to tell you. So what are you supposed to do now? I'll tell you what you're supposed to do now. I think if you want to sell, I think if you want to sell, I think you're late. I think you're late. And I'm going to show you factually why I think you're late if you want to sell. I think, you know, like when you want to buy a coin on the way up, if you've missed two thirds of the, of the run, on the way up, chances are I'd say to you, look, you've missed the run, it's too late, right? So I'm saying the same thing to you now on the way down. So look at the way down. Let's assume that we get a respectable correction and we go down 30%. And that would be like a really, really, really respectable correction. So let's, I'll show you why I think it's a respectable correction. We go to all the other corrections. Like this is a big correction, 31.94. This one, 27. This one, this one went 51, but this was Luna. So you know, calm down here. This is F, even FTX. Look at this. FTX was like a 25.32% correction. So I think that if we get a 30% correction, you've already had two thirds of the correction. So this is like, if you were to invert this chart, so let me actually invert this chart for you. Um, hold on, invert scale, you see? Now, if this was a token that bounced, and I knew that the maximum upside here was just to here. I would have said to you, look, it's not worth actually buying this token because you've missed the first two thirds of the run, right? You've missed, let me just uh, uninvert that because next time we come back to it, it's going to be a problem. Um, okay, it's fine. Hold on, let's quickly do it. Yeah, we'll just uninvert it. But you can see, so I think you've missed 60%, two thirds of, the, of the, the upside in shorting or the downside. Now, in that kind of situation, I think that, by the time you sell, I think you've missed it. And I know we've become completely conditioned to seeing uh, Grayscale sending money to Coinbase every single morning. I, I know we have. And I, I'm exactly like you. When I see uh, Grayscale sending money to Coinbase every morning, this is me. Eh? This is me every time I see those Arkham transfers. Oh, for getting himself into further trouble. It's a fucking disgrace. I also, I say oh, it's a fucking disgrace. So every morning I see the grayscale transfers, I'm like, it's a fucking disgrace. You can't keep sending. But the truth is, I think that, that we have to understand where we are in the cycle. Now, this is, let, let's, now, now let's talk about this very, very, very seriously. I mean, the whole show has been serious, but this is the most serious part. Think about black swans. Think about any kind of anomalous event in history and ask yourself when the worst time of that anomalous event was. So let me, let's use like, Let's use, for example, COVID. When was the worst time of COVID? Was it three months after COVID or was it actually when it happened? When it happened, for the first month that COVID happened, that was the scariest month of COVID, right? And it's like anything, any war, the, the Russia-Ukraine war. What was the scariest part of the Russia-Ukraine war? The first part of the Russia-Ukraine war. And that is actually a scientific like fact almost. And that is that, when there are black swan events, when there are anomalous events, the worst part of the anomalous event is the first part. And in this case, you could say probably the first two weeks to maybe a month, the same as COVID. The worst part of COVID was in that period where you don't know. It's like every anomalous event in history. Now, what you've got to think about is that the GBTC, the GBTC, GBTC things, those are anomalous events, okay? The fact that we've unlocked 
whatever number of tokens are being unlocked, that is anomalous. It's never happened in the history of Bitcoin. It was because the SEC kept these 640,000, 20,000 Bitcoin in a cage. The SEC wouldn't let them out, etc., etc. In history, the worst time for a black swan event is when the black swan event happens in the first month. So if we treat Grayscale GBTC as a black swan event, what we can say is that we're probably midway through the worst of it. Because what happens is there's a whole lot of Bitcoin, Eventually, they start releasing, and the, heavier, the heaviest part of the bags actually starts coming out. Josh, I think maybe tell Gareth that we're not going to have time because this show is going to go on forever. Will you relay the message? We'll, we'll get him on another time. We will get him on another time when we have more time. But what you've got to remember is that the Black Swan event, the worst part of the Black Swan event is the beginning. Remember COVID, when the markets crashed, was the beginning of the event. But then what happens is the market starts to rationalize the event and the event just gets back to normality. Now, we're currently going the, through the first month and the first part of the Black Swan event, and everything is not new. And what you're seeing is you're seeing a whole lot of money flowing out of Grayscale every day, and that's scaring the markets. But the truth is that at some point, that trade is going to finish. And what's going to happen is that all of a sudden, you're going to realize that there's not that many outflows into Bitcoin, and then people are going to switch the other side of the trade and go, holy shit, there's a whole lot of inflows to trade. And then we're going to get a bounce and that bounce is going to be accompanied by a short squeeze. And when you get that bounce and it is accompanied by the short squeeze, then we go to Valhalla. And I'm going to show you exactly, exactly, exactly what that looks like. I'm going to show you on the charts. This is going to blow your fucking minds. Because when I saw this chart and I looked at this chart and I looked at it overlaid against the Bitcoin chart of 2020, I realized that the Grayscale GBTC is actually our black swan. Our black swan event is 620,000 coins coming onto the market that ordinarily wouldn't have been there, right? That is our black swan event. The market doesn't know how to deal with it because it's not a natural event. It's not natural buyers, natural sellers. It's an unnatural event where all of a sudden, because of the SEC, we, we unlocked 620,000 Bitcoin that ordinarily weren't unlocked. Now, I want to show you what happened the last time that we had one of these events. So that was what happened. And then we went up into price discovery. Now they call this Black Swan COVID. They call this Black Swan FTX. But for next, they call this Black Swan uh, uh, FTX. I'm calling this Black Swan Grayscale. We go down. The market has a realization. The worst becomes over. The market rationalizes the worst. And then we go into price discovery and we go absolutely parabolic. And that's exactly what's happening. What's happening now with Grayscale is exactly the black swan. And you can see that we're now picking up steam in the black swan. Now people, Grayscale are selling and they're selling faster and faster and faster. But as a market participant, you need to look forward. And forward says that this event has to end soon and we come back to normality exactly like it happened for COVID. Exactly like it happened for every black event. Right now, the market is petrified of what's happening. You got to be smart. You got to look past this. You have to look past what is going on here. You have to treat this as an anomalous black swan event. And you have to say in two or three or four days, in a week, and maximum, maximum, maximum in two weeks, the market stops worrying about these sellers. The sellers stop running out of, of we, we find market equilibrium. In fact, what we do know is that part of the huge moves on Grayscale $900,000 was part of the FTX estate. Remember the judge gave them like the, 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 the granting to sell their GBTC? They've sold it now, it's gone. 
already you can see all the stuff is out of the market. Very soon. Very, very, very soon. Could even happen in the next couple of days. Could even happen in the next couple of days. This whole GBTC chapter is going to be behind us. If it's not next couple of days, it's a week. If it's not a week, it's two weeks. But it's not going to go on forever. All the people that want to trade out because of tax reasons, they're going to trade out. They're going to do their capital gains calculations. They're going to say staying with four Bitcoin and paying 1.5% annual fees versus selling, paying 25% tax on two fees. They're going to do all that shit. They're going to start swapping. And then it's behind us. And then what's going to happen? Then people are going to shift their attentions to the inflows. And then they're going to go, holy shit. We've been so focused on the outflow, on the outflows, because that was the, the Black Swan event. We forgot to celebrate that we've already got $2 billion in the first two weeks in, ET, in the other ETFs, which are not Black Swan, which are not Grayscale. Then what do you think is going to happen? Then the price is going to pump. But the price is going to pump, and there's going to be so many shorts that have piled up into this. Now, what happens when you get a price pump and you get a short squeeze? You know what happens. I'll show you what happens. I'll show you, I'll show you in a chart what happens. This is what happens. Here's the chart. That's what happens. So it's going to happen any day now. And it's going to catch you guys by surprise when it happens. It's going to catch you guys by... There may be some more downside. I'm not, I'm not disputing that there might be some more downside. In fact, I, I kind of like this. James Van Straten says that um, he thinks that when the GBTC discount goes to, uh, to, to NAV goes to zero, that is when we'll see the biggest day outflows. And I think he's right. Because those people are selling at par. But right now, it's at negative 0.11. That's it. It's at negative 0.11. So what happens then? It's going to go to zero. On that day, a lot of people are going to get to par. We're going to get another candle down. That takes us to the respect. That, that shakes out Wendy O. It takes you to the respectable part of the pump. When you get the respectable part of the pump, that's it. That's the end of it. At that point, the market looks says, okay, this thing's finished. We, we hit par, we hit par, we, we, we got par, we we there, it's finished. And then what's going to happen? Market looks forward, looks at the numbers, looks at how much money is actually flowing into these ETFs, goes, oh my God, I can't believe what buying pressure we've had. By that time, let's say we've got $3 billion. In three months, we've got $5 billion in the ETFs. They go, holy shit, $5 billion is now locked up in new ETFs that are not grayscale. And then what happens? You take that. You add a little, you sprinkle a bit of short squeeze onto it. Then what have you got yourself? You've got yourself a party, my friends. You've got yourself, uh, uh, um, you've got yourself price discovery. Okay. But for now, unfortunately, this pump, we can't respect the pump. I do agree with this guy over here. He said his name's Immortal. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. There might be a bit of a shakeout. It's going to shake out. When it happens, you're going to think it's the end of the bull market. It's going to shake out in most hands. It's going to shake out BitBoy. It's going to sh shake out Wendy O. It's going to shake out all of those weekends. And then, and it's not going to shake out any of us because I've just told you that's exactly what's going to happen. Someone says Wendy O's in the chat. Wendy, you here. By the way, guys, for those of you who don't know Wendy, she is the biggest uh, female crypto influencer in the world. Uh, her and I... Got along really, really, really well in, uh, in, in Killer Whales. We, we really got along very, 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 very well. Very well we got along. Hey, Wendy, we, we did get along really well. We, we never, ever fought with each other on the set of Killer Whales. Um, Wendy, glad you joined us. 
glad you joined us, boy. Glad you joined us. All right, let's carry on. Guys, don't tell her what we said about it, please. I feel, now it's awkward. See, I'm blushing. It's awkward. Josh, turn the color up red. Make me blush. Okay, okay wait. Just make me red. Blush. Let's see. Can you make me red? more red? Like I'm blushing. See, look at that. I'm blushing. <laughs> Can I make the color normal again? Because <laughs> I start blushing. Okay, but <laughs> please... Please don't tell Wendy what we said, okay? You gotta promise me. It's gonna, it's awkward. It's getting awkward now. It's getting awkward now. It's getting awkward. <laughs> it's very awkward. It's like when you talk about someone behind their back and then like they're right there, they're actually behind your back. See, now it's getting really awkward. It's getting really awkward. You should actually watch us on Killer Wells. It's coming out very soon. Anyway, let's go and say, okay, cool. So we know the best is yet to come. I've explained to you why I think the best, the, the, the best is yet to come. I also showed you guys that I think that we're two-thirds of the way down in this, in this, in this dip over here. Um, let me just get this into automatic. Yeah, okay. So I did tell you that I think we're about two-thirds of the way down in this dip. We could go down. We might go down if we get a respectable dip. Uh, it'll go. I mean, you know what a respectable dip looks like, right? You know what happens when we start to respect the dip. <laughs> we all know, right? So I'm not going to say it. You know why? You know why I'm not saying it? Um, <laughs> so... You've missed two thirds of this dip. The I can't guarantee you that 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 the dip's going to go down to thirty four thousand. If it does, I wouldn't say fortunately it went down to thirty four thousand. Fortunately, I think it is time to start nibbling. I think it is time to start nibbling. I'm not saying bet the house. I'm not saying. I'm just saying I think it's time to start nibbling. Let's let's kind of say that the first forty, the first twenty percent down, not worth starting to nibble. That's when you got itchy fingers. And I told Sheldon this the same thing. I told Sheldon today, I think he started too early. But the next one third of the correction, we start to nibble. And we start to, to average in. Now, look, we're not short-term traders. So for us, even if we miss it by a little bit, so what? So we, we go. Now, I'm not saying start buying like, like a mofo. I'm saying, because you know what? You, uh, you this is someone, a trader once taught me this. And actually my kids have taught me this uh, many, many, many times. That if you try and pick a bottom, you will get shit on your fingers. Now my kids have taught me this many times, many, many times. Um, but this is a big thing in the stock market you, or in, in trading. You can't try and, and, and pick a bottom. Because if you do, you know, you know what happens. So if you're trading for the long term, then now is probably a time to start buying. Someone says, McKenna says, beginning to buy my select alts with Q1 catalysts. Also, you can see it in the RSIs, like the RSIs are showing you a short-term bounce coming up. I'm not buying a short-term bounce because I'm a longer-term trader. On the 24-hour, it's getting there. It's getting there. On the weekly, not yet there. Not exactly there. Not exactly there. Not exactly there. Has Wendy gone? Guys, please don't tell her what we spoke about. It's embarrassing. You mustn't tell her. Who, who actually told her to come? Who was the guy that told her to come? Who, which person here went and, 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 and told Wendy we're talking about it? Because she never watches the show. And today she came. Anyway, um, as I said to you, like, I think we're far enough in this dip to start buying. Because, you know, the worst thing is that maybe this dip is a disrespectable dip. And then the thing is you go, oh, fuck, I missed the whole dip. Because I was waiting for the dip to become respectable, right? Um, we see it as an opportunity. I like this thing that says here, if you felt underexposed during the recent market rally, now it's time to make a plan. Determine what tokens you want to buy 
your buy target and the horizon for your bets. Don't wait until everything starts to go up only. Bitcoin's path to new all-time high is preordained. And that's exactly what I think needs to happen. I also, I'm repeating this one. If you love sell at 80, you're going to... Yeah, who snitched? Who, who snitched? Who went? Who called Wendy? We'll catch you. We will find you. Um, I have a buy list. Every single one of my buy list is actually backed by, by um, uh, uh, information and, and fundamentals. I've, sh- I've shared my buy list with you. I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about my buy list now. I'm going to talk about numbers as well. But then I've also got a little bit of a surprise for you. So on the one hand, I do want to show you my buy list and I want to give you the fundamental reasons why I'm buying what I'm buying and the price at which I'm buying what I'm buying. But more importantly, what I did was I went to all of my researchers, my, the ones that write my show, right? Now I've got five people that write my show. One, two, three. Th- 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 call the Irish guy as well. What do you think? Does he think he's going to get away with not being here? Now, I asked them for their buy lists. So now what we're going to do, we're going to look at my buy list and we're going to look at their buy lists. And then we're going to compare them. And So you're going to get, not, so you came here to get one person's view, my view. And you landed up getting five people's views and five people's buy lists and stuff like that. Oh, has Wendy gone to Georgia's show now? Nah, come on, bro. Nah, come on. That's not, that's not fair. Banter bags are back in town. When we get to, let's say a million subscribers. So we're almost at a million, 750,000. When we get to a million subscribers, we give away the bags. Don't miss out on that. Um, anyway, before I show you my buy list, just a quick uh, sponsor mention quickly. So Commonwealth, yesterday we spoke about Launchpads. Commonwealth is very similar to Launchpad. It's not exactly a Launchpad. It gives you an opportunity to co-invest uh, alongside like real big investors and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so what, I mean, is there a, is there a, there's, there's a possibility of an airdrop, I see. It's, is it, what else, what else is going on here? Test out the UI and become eligible for the airdrop. Okay, so basically if you go now to commonwealth.im and you test out, because they need people to test out the UI, you will become eligible for the airdrop. And the airdrop is going to allow you to get uh, uh, early allocations in ideas. That's what Commonwealth is. So go, go there now, try it. There's a link below, uh, try it. Um, so let's look at my buy list. And then I've got the researchers by Josh, is that spreadsheet ready? Yes, With the research on the Discord. So wait, am I not getting a spreadsheet with everyone's buying buy list? It's on the Discord. On the new Discord. Oh, okay. So it's here on the front runners Discord. Um, you can see that there's a buy list for every single one of the researchers. It's right here on the front runners Discord. Um, the front runners Discord is our Discord. It's 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 the banter Discord. It's banter's front runners. I mean, I'm not going to tell you why we call it front runners, but you know why. We, we were contemplating should we call it insider traders or front runners because um, both are. Uh, uh, it's as illegal to be part of this Discord. The thing is, it's not open yet. If you want to get onto the waitlist, there is a link below. You see, it's got trade setups, it's got trade ideas, it's got investment ideas, and then it's got one section here. It's got bird, runs birdie calls. You remember the birdie calls? So it's got runs birdie calls. You're going to hear them there first. And also early access to IDOs. So we've got a we've got a uh, people who want to give real access to IDOs. Um, those are the ones uh, they will get them in in our Discord. Now it's not open yet. I've got to be honest. Um, we're still testing it and stuff like that. But if you want to be part of the first, we're only taking in a thousand people. If you want to be part of the first thousand people, there's a link below. You sign up with a link below. You don't get charged until it gets opened. You know how that works. But only a thousand, and I think we had five hundred because we leaked it by mistake on Friday, right? Yes, sir. 
Yeah, okay, so there's only 500 spaces left. And then after we get the 1,000, remember the only way to get in is if someone dies or leaves. So there's no, you have to wait for someone to die or someone to leave. That's how it works. Um, Wendy O, I'm not going to say it. All right, let's go. Let's talk about uh, my buy list and why I'm buying my buy list. And then we're going to go into the researcher's buy list. So here is my buy list. Quickly, I'll take you through why I'm buying what I'm buying. Beam and IMX because I love the gaming narrative. And I thought I, I, thought I, 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 I missed out of those. Astroport, the price is starting to come down. This is my optionality on the entire Cosmos ecosystem by buying the decks on the Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, I see the price was coming down earlier today. I said like under 20, I'll buy. But I mean, it's not there yet. It's not there. 23. Very close. Very close. Very close. Um, let's see what else is there. Um, hold on a second. Where is my buy list? Okay, then uh, Stride, Liquid Staking, Celestia, the Rune narrative. I think Rune's cheap. In fact, Rune, you can probably start buying now at about 350. Uh, Rollbit. Rollbit came down very, very, very well today. And they have launched an app. I don't know if you guys saw, but they launched the Rollbit app. Now, that's going to get more people to trade, which is going to uh, get more fees. More fees mean more money for the Rollbit. Because remember, they buy and burn like BetSwap is going to buy and burn. But BetSwap buys and burns more. And BetSwap's doing an airdrop. And don't forget that Uncle Run told you this. Don't come later and say, oh, you know, I didn't get the airdrop. So they are, uh, they have got a, uh, they are launching an, a, 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 an app. Um, Solana, I want to show you something very interesting about Solana. Because the fees have become so fast on Solana, just watch this over here. This is the stable coin. Oh, no, 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 look, whoa, you can't play the music. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Next thing we're going to get a, we're going to get a copyright strike for music. That, that would be terrible. So you can see here, this is the stable coin market. Now you can see initially, most stable coins were traded on Tron. Then it went to Ethereum, Tron, BNB chain. And then look what happens later in the video. Just watch what happens later in the video. Because Solana is so fast and so cheap, you see, Solana is not even here. It's like, it's like, it's an outsider. It doesn't even exist, right? You see, there's no Solana, no Solana, no Solana. And then, pa! Solana comes and they're on the way. And Solana's just overtaken Arbitrum. Arbitrum is now ahead of Solana. Solana's now fallen back in the race. Now Solana's making a go for Arbitrum. Solana overtakes Arbitrum, overtakes BNB chain. Solana's now making a go for Ethereum. It's overtaken. Oh my God, Solana's in number one. You get what I'm saying? You see? So when Solana becomes that fast and that cheap and people start using it to transfer stable coins, you get a, a, a move here. So Solana back also on my, on my list. Um, where else? Where is my list? Pith, Link because of the real world assets. Flip because it's the, it's the thought chain narrative. And then say, Casper and say, you know why I buy Casper. And then say, more importantly, I want to go to you guys, to the researchers. Oh, okay. Paolo, put your hand up, sir. Paolo says he's buying Prisma because it'll ride the curve wave, big backers. Axelar, I agree with him on Axelar. Radiant, borrowing and lending on top of layer zero. Very, very good thing. What is EQU? Okay, EQU, which is a perfect and RSW. Oh, the DEX for A-star. Okay, that's, that's actually a very good here. That's very good here. All right, Kapoor is, is another researcher. He came from India, came here. Ready for a prearranged marriage, never eaten meat before. On the weekend, I mean, I saw him eating cows, wagyu, uh, uh, tried 45 different types of cows while on Nagami with two strippers. This is a guy who came from prearranged marriages. Anyway, um, what have we got here? 
He's saying Akash. Okay, that's the the oh Rollbud. I like that's part of mine. Pika, yeah, very cool. That's the whole restaking narrative. Restake. Okay, and you want to buy a meme coin, Myra. Okay, not bad, not bad, not bad. Um, next one is Joe. Ondo Finance. I mean, this guy just, I, I kept telling him to short it. He's still buying it. Ondo is a way to $2 billion. I do like the real world asset narrative on Solana. I love that. And I love the fact that they're tokenizing treasuries. That's very, very good. Woof. Astroport, I agree. Robert, I agree. Metis, I agree. Blur. It's not cheap enough. And okay, restake. All right, Gustavo. Stacks, okay, I, fine. Welsh, the first meme, meme coin on Stacks. Alifium, yes, 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 yes. Sorry, I should have put that on mine. I should have put that on mine. You see, you've all got Rollbit, eh? Everybody's got Rollbit on their thing here. And Celestia. And then Chris has got Beam, Perth. Ah, GMX, GMX is cheap. GMX is cheap. I saw it was like at 40 bucks today. That's cheap. That, that, I think you can start buying into GMX. Uh, Weave, Link, and Astroport. Mm, okay, Chris is very similar to me. Um, Joe, you know what we should do? We should, we should put the price next to these. Let's put the price. And then we'll see which is the best researcher. That's fair. That, you see, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. So I think we will we'll do that. Uh, we need the Excel spreadsheet for that. Um, please, Josh, can, we, can you let me into this Discord? I don't want to wait until someone dies. I can't afford to wait until someone dies. Um... Also, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I took a little position in Gamey today because they got hacked. You know me, I love hacks and stuff like that. They, they did get hacked. So I took a little position in them today just because I love trading the bounce. Let's just see w what's going on here. Um, okay, it, uh, it is up. I, I took my position like, at, yeah, it is already back up. So actually forget about that. Don't, don't, don't take the position. Uh, listen, I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Wendy, I, I may see you too. Until then, trade well, my friends. Stop the phone. Stop the phone. We have to see what Dylan's doing. Hold on. Is Dylan trading today? I want to see if, if Dylan's trading. If you want to watch Dylan trading, go to Crypto Banter Plus. Go to Crypto Banter Plus. Uh, hold on. Crypto Banter Plus. Where's Dylan's show? Is Dylan not trading today? Oh, it's up. Okay, it says expect. Here it is. He says expect a bounce when Bitcoin hits X amount of dollars. Okay, so okay, so he's he's talking about the bounce. Uh, go and check it out. It's on Crypto Banter Plus. By the way, I want to see if Wendy went to watch Georgia's show. Let's quickly see. I'm sure Wendy's in the chat. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to get you. Wendy's going to be in the chat. Let's see. What's happening? Why isn't he talking? Oh. Is Wendy in the chat? Let's see. Um, no. The, the, my God, that no. Where do you think? Uh, where do you think Ada will end up during the bull run? They Ada, do things Ada. much slower there. They do things much slower. There. Anyway, listen, guys. I will see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends. <laughs>